Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And you're... Oh! Screwing the pooch. Old habits die hard. That was total instinct that (laughs) I did that. Listeners right now are going, do we start over? No way. We're keeping this. (laughs) No, I'm saying let's start. I will start the intro. Oh, okay. Let's let's get it smooth. Yeah, yeah. Just like... This is like like a raw... That people think are a smackdown. Yeah, exactly. So they just try the spot again yeah. without fault. Yeah, we're going to retape it, right? We'll get all the crew on that side of the arena. Just so cut this part out of it, right? Yeah. This is raw, buddy. We'll just move all the crew and the extras over so it looks like they're there in the background. This is the life of Sinkara right here. This is what's happening. We all I, got broken fingers. I am sorry, guys. That was like complete instinct. I didn't mean to mess up the intro. Well, welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And with us this week, a very... Very special guest that all of you are dying to hear from. That's why he answered immediately. One of the originators uh, that can't be duplicated. Uh, one of the funniest guys we know back on the podcast, Mark Warzeka, is here. I'm Mark Warzeka. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird, because that's how we always used to do the intro. Yeah. Just well, shoot around you quickly. Used say to do the intro. I used to do the intro. Quickly say our names, and just instinct kicked in, and I said, start, jumped right in there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. That was rude. No, that's, that's you can't. I thought he was going to do that. You can't unteach that instinct. <laughs> it's with me for yeah, the rest of my life. That's Don't fight factor. that. Don't fight that. That's Bobby, the it and X factor. That's, yeah, that's, Bobby Roode doesn't have it, Mark. You do. 
so this week we went to SummerSlam. We were there live. You may have seen the photos on Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks or on Twitter. Or maybe one of the times when the camera was panning really quickly across the arena. You might have saw us. Yeah, you might have seen us I had there. nachos. Mark had some delicious kettle corn. Uh, Scott had a soda? Soda? Did you have a soda? I had a soda had and soda? nachos. Soda and nachos. Uh, and we were there with some other friends of ours. And uh, yeah, we got to talk about it. The whole experience there. Indeed. <laughs> Starting <laughs> now. Now Mark's quiet. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So I didn't. We didn't make it in time for the kickoff match. We, but me and my friend, uh, that weren't another. We couldn't Steve. make it in in time. Yeah, another we, Steve. So we watched it from uh, the other side of the arena, not at our seats, and hanging up high, like where the security is the, to check yeah, your ticket. Yeah, the portal right behind the curtain. That's where we stopped. And they to get watch. upset. They yeah. don't like it when you do that. They don't like you hovering. Yeah. Well, can you reveal? I don't mean to pimp you guys out, but are you willing to reveal why you ended up missing that first match? Because I think the listeners would be interested. I ended up missing that first match be- mostly because we had to ditch our postcards. Mm-hmm. There's we- Curtain Jerks postcards. Yeah, we're going to do advertising at the show. Yeah. I arrived late because there were three accidents on the way to the show. <laughs> because Scott was flyering on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're all headed towards Los Angeles. It's a big-time event. It's trending on Twitter. Yeah. Um. So we didn't make it in time to hand out postcards before right. the show. So then when we arrive there, I see Steve in line, uh, and he says, yeah, you have to ditch him. They wouldn't let him in with the postcards. Paper. They wouldn't let us in with paper. It's true. Because you figure well, we're at SummerSlam. We're going to hand out postcards to people at the show to listen to Curtain Jerks. And we yeah. did it before. We had we brought postcards in, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, but they checked you, and they, they saw this deadly uh, paper, and they said, no, no I way. I think, if anything, I think Staples was told by WWE, don't let any TNA flyering going on. And I think they just assumed, because it said wrestling, that we were promoters. Did Big they, time promoters. Did they? Did you guys have them in your hand, or did they like search you and find the postcards in your pocket? I took them out of my pockets and put them in the little plastic bin for the metal detector. And they were like, "You can't come in with these." Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I'm planning on flyering after the show, but I don't. I, why would I fly her inside?" And she was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, wow. no." Oh, you know why? Women don't handle logic. Should have connected to her on an emotional level. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's true. I know that if a woman gets angry, it takes her twice as long. Not just angry, but like in a heightened emotional state, it takes her twice as long to sort of cool down than a guy does. Is that right? Yeah, it's like radi- It's like radiation fallout. This is good. This is good for the listeners right here for their relationships. <laughs> I think that's why people listen. <laughs> so it's, the, it's, it's the great political commentary and gender studies. <laughs> Via wrestling. Uh, so we couldn't get in. So we had to go ditch our flyers. Yeah. And then uh, we put them in a, what, like. <laughs> we, I found a fake potted plant in back the LA Convention Center. And I yeah. put all my postcards in there. So uh, warning to all <laughs> listeners, if you know that Curtain Jerks is going to be at the event, check all the potted plants because you'll find <laughs> knives yes. and like little bottles of booze yes. and like tiny little one hitters because that's where we hide that stuff before we go in. <laughs> yeah, my friend Steve brought a knife to the show because he brings a knife everywhere. So when we couldn't bring in our, our postcards, I go, you don't have your knife on you, do you? And he goes. <laughs> Of course they do. That was right when he ran back from what? hiding yeah. the postcard. Wait, did he get in with a knife? We thought he did. Yeah, because we looked down the escalator. Because he instantly went in right after us. Yeah. And I just thought he was going to just be ballsy and bring it right in. Yeah. And so the second we get past the guy that scans the ticket, we were so excited. Like, yeah, fucking A, way to go, man. Now we're going to go fucking stab some people. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, I just threw it away. I'm like, oh. oh shit. <laughs> uh, I was late to SummerSlam because... 
Phil, producer of the podcast, and mm-hmm. I were walking. We parked several blocks away because we thought it would be convenient. It wasn't. <laughs> and then we're, as we're walking to SummerSlam, there was a woman and a two-man camera crew set up, and they did. They asked us a sex quiz for MSN. Between you two? Both me and Phil did a, like a seven-minute <laughs> sex quiz. Did uh, you guys for, answer like you two were having sex with one another? I, that's what I thought she implied when she was like, hey, do you guys mind if I ask you two about sex? <laughs> <laughs> and Phil's wearing, Phil's wearing a Curtain Jerks t-shirt, and I'm wearing a green t-shirt. And like this is an apparently – Team player. Apparently it's going up this week on MSN.com on the homepage. What? What yeah. are well, – what's like one of the questions they asked? Uh, one of them was, what do you think the percentage of people is, are that have had sex in public? And I guessed sixty percent, and it was seventy percent. Oh really? yeah, I would have guessed sixty nine. Yeah, I was tempted to. What counts as public? Seventy percent? Yeah, I, but I really high. It is really high. But what I your said, dick out in the sun hitting it. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be daytime. I asked for public the or, or, or moonlight. Or moonlight. I yeah, I think it's atmosphere. It just has to be hit by atmosphere. Uh, I asked what the criteria was because I was like, you mean like right now in front of people? Yeah. And she was like, no, just in general. I was like, oh, you mean like parking lots and church benches? And so that was sort of. I think it's just that's, the general. That's daring. It's the a shared, church bench. It's the shared public space. Do you mean like a pew? I've heard about pews and confessional booths before. Well, that's one thing. You got a curtain and a door. Yeah, but a, with a confessional booth, booth, you've got you can lay down. Or you can pull out that little thing for your knees. That's a. You mean the pew? <laughs> yeah, that's a bench. Right. Well, you said the booth. So. Hey, Scott, I'm non-denominational. Okay. <laughs> Do you fuck in the temple? <laughs> That's non-denominational, man. <laughs> all right. So they told you all the answers, though, right? No, there. they told me all the answers after I got them all right. <laughs> oh, like Family Feud. Yeah. <laughs> Let's That's go it. to the board. <laughs> so actually, I wanted to. I, I wanted to actually. That was my plug of the week because I wanted to see if that I actually made it to the MSN homepage. Well, and because if we did. Phil is wearing a fucking Curtain Jerks t-shirt <laughs> on an MSN This Week in Sex or whatever the hell it's called. It's amazing. Yeah. I had sex during SummerSlam. You did? At Staples Center. Did you guys didn't notice? I, I was sitting next to you. I, I had w- a sexual encounter with the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage lookalike guy that was <laughs> sitting in front of us. Well, that's okay. all. I did hear, ooh, yeah. That's what, ooh, that's, yeah. That's what that was. Oh, oh, I did hear snap into it, and I heard you scream. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. That but you it. made it in on time, right? You you made it to your seat. Yeah, you know, I got, I got there at uh, just past four o'clock, and um, and it was um because we all kind of drove separate and met up there, and I got there just past four, and the building wasn't open yet, which I thought was a little effed up because the like, match had already started. Well, it was started. The match, the pre-show had started because it was an hour-long pre-show this time around. Um, the, oh, what? Because of Booker and them standing up in the rafters? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're doing that part of it. You know, the right. NBA live kind of. Thing that they're simulating, which I have a note about. Which once you're done, I want to bring up for you guys. You need storytelling for the commentary for the storytelling that's happening in the <laughs> ring. And at live events, they mic it so you can hear the round table. That creeped me out. So weird. So and like if you can't see them, you suddenly hear Vicky Guerrero, and there's like a seven to eight second pause as the entire arena is like, "Who the wait? Yeah, I'm Vicky Guerrero." Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so it kind of sucked because um, at least when I got there, we had to stand outside for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took us like 15 or 20 minutes standing outside and then waiting in line to come in. And it was hot and just kind of shitty because, you know, I mean, I don't know. I work in theater. It's close to, like, arena events. <laughs> you know, people people, people waiting out. Like, the, the time you would open a house, you know, should be relative. At the to- theater, you open up the venue early so that way people can get merch. 
I mean, don't uh, you want the people yeah, in the building nice and early so they're comfortable and set and walking around? Because by the time the pre-show started, I think the building was a the actual 4:30 pre-show when they had the match and everything. Mm-hmm. I think the building was a third full. Yeah, it looks empty. It, it looks bad on camera. And it was be- and it's not because people weren't there. People were there. They were standing outside still. They were in line standing that is outside. So bizarre. I wonder if Staples like Staples Center is a pain in the ass. Yeah, a lot of this is what we determined is Staples really dropped the ball. This it might year. be that security. Yeah, I was telling I was telling you guys just before we started recording. Our friend uh, our friend Josh came to the show, and he likes to dress up as wrestling characters when he goes to the show. So do he you, came do, you, do you know of his past characters that he's dressed up as? I don't. Shows? I don't know. He told me he always does it, um, and that you know it's just fun for him. It's like Halloween for him. He comes up in new costumes for every show. And I know for SummerSlam he was he did a Shield member, and for um, and that's what you said too. It's he's a Shield member. He wasn't specific. You didn't specifically look at him and go like. Ah, he's Seth Rollins because he's got the blonde. It's like going to comic convention as Doctor Who, not (laughs) a specific one, just Doctor Who. (laughs) I'm not sure if he was aiming for a specific one or not, but he had a pretty. I'm an Avenger. (laughs) He had combat boots and the you know the the kind of pants and the um those kind of khaki pants. But anyways, he had. Did he have a belt? Because that would have narrowed it he down. He did a not bit. have a belt. Ooh, why? He did not have a belt. Okay, but he had, you know, the 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 shield kind of that black vest on that black like combat vest or tech vest or whatever it is. It yeah, took yeah, him tactical vest with all the pouches and yeah. pockets. And we all walked in together. We ran into each other out there. He was stuck at security forever. I think that's a because the security guards were surrounding him, checking every single pocket in that vest. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be a lot of why it takes people so long to get into that building is the security because of the is, shield. Because of the shield. They're dangerous. <laughs> Believe in the shield. Believe it'll take a while. I bet the same amount of time would have been spent on a guy showing up in a Damien Sandow robe. <laughs> that they would have been like, why are you dressed in, uh, Damien in a Sandow robe? robe if, even if it was just Damien Sandow trunks and he wasn't wearing knee pads or boots, he would have taken that Yeah, long. like, excuse me, why are you wearing that? Uh, I'm not a wrestling show, man. Fuck off. Yeah. You know you're not wearing pants? Yeah, it's my costume. <laughs> so anyways, so yeah, I did get in there in time for the uh, pre-show. The kickoff match? For the kickoff match. Which was fun. I got to see it. And then when they, uh, when uh, Big Show and Mark Henry came out yeah. and The Shield, like that added that element of, oh, well, shit, I don't know what's going to happen now. It was fun. The crowd was hot for it. The match was good, at least live. I didn't watch anything back on TV yet. but And I know the experience can be different, you know, yes. watching stuff on TV versus live. Uh, what have you guys heard what the verdict is? watching SummerSlam uh, on, on TV. TV? People yeah. seem to like it. I think it got a... I think people thought it was a really good show I from everything I hear. Because for yeah. me, the first half of the show really was sort of... It, like, it was the second half that really ramped up and it made it completely worth it for me. It was Punk and Lesnar and Daniel Bryan Cena that made it incredible. And then everything else was sort of like... Oh, I was sort of... I just felt like I was there. And, and Del Rio and Christian was surprisingly great too. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good match as well. Well, we had the, the Ring of Fire match to start. Yeah, it started everything off there. We saw the th- this was a show where seemingly being live, we didn't really catch much of anything that the home audience didn't see. Right. I don't think. Right, right, like right. There wasn't a lot of those moments, which I always like those. But where at first like, I'm oh, like, yeah, what happened Look, live? What's there's the, the firemen. I see the firemen. I bet they're not going to show those guys on TV. And then one of them, I guess, was a wrestler because he got beat up. Yeah, <laughs> they had shown us the one thing about the Ring of Fire match. I don't know if you guys were in the building yet for this, but they brought the firemen out and they set up the Ring of Fire stuff after the Rob Van Dam match. Right. And they tested it a few times. Yes, I so, was there for Okay, that. okay. Yeah, so we as a live audience had seen what this thing was going to look like before the actual match happened. Uh, I which believe I suppose we they... all responded unanimously with, whoa! 
Yeah. yeah. Your entire heart gets. Yeah. I noticed from reading online, the people kind of shit on that match quite a bit. Uh, the Ring of Fire match. Well, the people who, who watched it on TV. Live, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad because live, you've got that spectacle of like. I mean, that fire looks, like, awesome. It looks yes, when they're really doing the cool. moves. And it's hot. <laughs> and it's hot. And there's always that little bit of when you're there that, uh, I don't know their names yet, the, between the big guys, when the one's holding the kendo stick and he was trying to get it lit. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, is it not lighting? Is it going to? You just constantly think that something's going to happen. Right. When he put the what they explained on TV, which I think would have been odd on the pay-per-view hearing it, that they really justify that cloth that they put on it. Did you hear that on Raw? Oh, I'm sure no, that's like, no, that's no. a fire blanket. I just that's, a fire, that's a fire co- retardant blanket. And asbestos and like yeah. it's all this explanation. Uh, yeah, because live like, we were like, what the hell? Why isn't this blanket just lighting on fire? And a couple times. And it, it did. did. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it, did. <laughs> it did. Like right before he jumps through it, that there's that little spurt of fire. Then you're like, oh, shit, we're going to see that guy catch on fire today. That guy's yeah. beard is going up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there is some excitement in the building watching a match like that live. And you're right that a lot of it is attached to, like, some shit could go horribly wrong here right And you, you, you want to see <laughs> it live. They also were piping in fire noise. Yes. yes. It was like, crackle, 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 crackle. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, because there was that uh, Elimination Chamber or No Way Out, whatever they called it, when Undertaker was set on fire. Uh-huh. Remember that when he came down for his entrance and the, Ooh, when there was a fuck up, yeah, yeah, the fu- and the and the fire went off on him, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? You Steve? told you told me about this, yeah. yeah. That he's it's when he comes out, it's the fire on the sides of the ramp, right? That hit, and then when he walks through and then is on the middle of the ramp walking down, then it's the center fire in the ramp that goes off. Well, that went off right away, yeah. <laughs> and he just ball of flame took off the jacket and played it off like I didn't get set on fire. But you would think for storyline purposes, you might as well run with it. Might as well run with the fact of you got set on fire. Yeah, take it's the pin, take the loss that night. Yeah. Because you've already taken the loss <laughs> and that he, night. I mean, he is a dead man. He's basically a walking corpse. So, of course, he's going to, like, light up right away. Yeah. He's yeah, a dried-out walking corpse. full of all that embalming fluid. <laughs> and it's that old-timey Western embalming fluid. <laughs> I think he had – if I remember this right, seriously, I think he had, like, some third-degree burns. Yeah. Like, they, it wasn't, like, just like a – just like he got burned a little bit. Like he got like fucked up. Yes. Yeah, chest was all messed up. His <laughs> eyebrows were all scorched. And then they were giving him <laughs> bottles of water when in the pod, just constantly pouring out <laughs> when they don't acknowledge. Yeah. He was set on fire. So he may lose this match Jesus. now because of this. Wait a minute. Undertaker burned third degree burns, still wrestled an elimination chamber match. Mm-hmm. Sinkara dislocated a finger on raw. <laughs> Ordered the whole match to be stopped in the middle and just quit. Immediately calls the ref with the other hand like, hey, come here. No good. No good. Wow. They don't make them like they used to. They don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Uh, Well, speaking of Raw, we'll get back to SummerSlam in a minute. Uh, Darren Young had his first outed match. It was so gay. (laughs) So gay. I was was disgusting. it was weird. I'm really glad the commentators didn't go into it. I'm yeah. glad it's not a statistic now, like a like a football stat or something that Michael Cole can, you know, like, well, well you played varsity and then college went all, all pro and uh, fully gay. Yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler trying to talk about human sexuality like during <laughs> with, a match? With JBL defending it or going yeah, against JBL it. Yeah, JBL trying, really like, trying to be the heel commentator. It's like, you know what? That's his choice. That's man, fine. Man, if you want to climb a mountain, that's fine. Whatever, man. If you want to climb on a dick, let uh, more power to you. Yeah. Like, I'm just 
I'm glad they didn't address it, but at the same time, they didn't address it. So it was like, well, you made such a big deal of, about it over the weekend. I'm. It's puzzling to me. I'm not sure where they're trying he, to go. Michael with it. Cole did keep saying Darren Young from behind during the commentary. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, he did. Oh my god! I mean, it happened to be what was happening in the match, but I'm just saying. No, uh, they've handled this with like a surprising amount of sophistication and class. <laughs> That's what's so weird. <laughs> when is this going to blow up in their I know. face? You keep waiting. Like when Ra- I was watching Raw, and it was like. As soon as the Zeb Coulter was out there and he's like, WWE's been in the news this past weekend. I was yeah. like, here we go <laughs> yeah. with the anti-gay slurs. Well, you, think, and the- you think that with everything that culminates at the end of the show with Triple H, the McMahons, and the Shield, like fending off the one person that's trying to get their glory day, yeah. that it's actually Darren Young they're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> that they're keeping away. But they're using Daniel Bryan for the meantime. What was, I mean, it was... Honestly, I will say I was shocked that they did not attempt to exploit this in some type of classless way, just because that is their style, really, and that's their they Ooh, have a his- buzz. that's yeah. their history. You know, that's their history of doing it. And I was scared. I was like, "Is the crowd gonna start some gay slur chant during his match?" Right. If they chant Husky Harris and Goldberg, right? Something was millions of dongs is is sure to hit is, is sure to hit the chant soon. <laughs> but they didn't. They were as disinterested as they always are during uh, <laughs> during primetime players matches. Well, I thought it, I thought we should get AW back on the show. Oh, yeah. AW's been on the show several times. What does he think about all? He's that? very controversial, and he was their former manager. I know. Did he know? Does he know? That Darren Young was gay? He seems to be up on these things. Like, he seems to know the latest and controversial Guys, stuff. Guys, I had a feeling this was going to come up. And so I booked him after this post-SummerSlam uh, curtain jerk. Well done, Sears. Oh, good. Thank good. You. Uh, Thank you. Is he here? Is he in the lobby? Hey, he's, in the, uh, he's in the breakfast guest lounge. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, then let's just buzz him in. Okay. Hey, y'all. How you doing? A.W., it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. Abraham Washington for everyone at home. That's my name. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I'm Mark Warzeka. <laughs> Yeah, good to have, good to have you back, man. Uh, go on, ask me some questions. Well, you seem to be you're wetting your lips. Am I? You seem to be very happy about something oh, coming up. Nothing, just you're controversy make- brings back controversy. You, so I guess some people are gonna have some jobs. I'm you, just you are moving your head back and forth and making Cosby face I'm right now. I'm just a tasty fish in a big pond. So I just all I'm saying, okay. A.W., uh, this past weekend, Darren Young has outed himself as being a, a gay wrestler. Oh, man, has he? Well, that's yeah. incredible. I just I can't even believe it. It's a great, isn't it? Well, yeah. You keep tightening your tie. I don't think you can tighten your tie anymore. I'm just, look, I'm pleased as punch this is going on because that means they're going to bring me back. Well, why? Why would they bring you back? Controversy. Did you know this whole time that Darren Young was gay? Yes, absolutely. In fact, I wanted to out him last SummerSlam and call it Bummer Bam. Call it what? <laughs> Bummer Bang. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Bummer Bang. You wanted to call the show Bummer Bang? Yeah, yeah. featuring Darren Young. <laughs> what? Is that what's wrong? What's so funny about that? It's funny. I mean, I... a man can enjoy his own sexuality and force it upon everyone at a wrestling pay per view. I'm sure they're really going to accept it about it. Uh, A.W., you seem to be talking with more of a lisp in this What, are you saying that it's affected? Are you saying that I'm affected by this situation and that I'm trying to somehow capitalize on someone else's stuff? Are you trying to be the Rico and a Billy and Chuck situation? Because this seems to be real. This isn't just... Uh, well, this is very real. This is the this is as real as it's going to get, Scott Navarro, Mike Wazeka, Steve Sears. 
<laughs> Why do you have big sideburns right now, a la Rico? These big sideburns? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, my uncle had big sideburns <laughs> in the 70s, so I'm growing out my big sideburns. Then uh, can you explain your leopard pants? Oh, these leopard pants? Yes. I just found them in the parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, those are classy. I'm going to wear them. I, Mark, this seems a little sketchy to me. Like, yeah. You seem to want to cash in on this to make a name well, for yourself. Seems a little opportunistic, me? actually. In, oh, come yeah. on, guys. Just cashing in on something great that's happening around SummerSlam? Y'all, a bunch of sick fools. <laughs> Look, you seemingly want to cash in on Darren Young and mm-hmm. something that Darren Young had the strength and courage to, to do for himself. I have strength. I have courage. He, here, listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. All right? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, so... Uh, okay, all right. So you got a you got a bunch of seventeen year old to twenty nine year olds in Egypt that don't have any jobs, and so they're going and doing a bunch of violent stuff. It's a nation of unrest, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Give them all Game Boys. Now I misheard I you can't. before. Did you say Game Boys or Gang Boys? Because I I don't know what you're saying right now. Because hey, to my cash friend in. Darren Young is a Gang Boy, so <laughs> you can back off. Yes. What about Titus O'Neil? Is he gay? Yeah, what about Titus O'Neil? I mean, you're controversial. Uh, Darren Young's created news. Titus O'Neil, what's going on with him? Yeah. His shoulders are as big as basketballs. <laughs> okay. That's about all he's got going on. And he looks like one of the bad guys from uh, Fifth Element. <laughs> so, not the yep. president. No, no, no. Not the president of the world, Tiny Lister Jr. No, no, no. Uh, you want back in on this clearly to cash in. <laughs> what do you even imply? Yes, I am. Yes, there is no is implication. True. I'm just calling you out. You are, you, no, you're calling you're looking me out. For and a I'm payday. picking up the phone. Yes, you're looking for a payday off of yeah, this. Yeah, I want a big payday. I want a payday pay per view. I want and the pay per view can be called payday, and it's me sucking off Darren Young. Okay, <laughs> okay, AW, we're gonna have to ask. No, you come leave. on, man. Just, uh, just a li- just a taste. Let me just. I need look, that's on man. your personal just, time. Come on, no, you, look, write a tell-all book or something. But no. I, we're not we're not helping you out with this. Wrestling fans don't buy books, and they don't put them on Audible. <laughs> I know it's a shame they're our sponsor, and yet, yet Audible doesn't put any wrestling books on there. Yeah, all right. Except for Tatum Brown, which is available now on Audible.com. What's the promo code? Uh, <laughs> County Pod. It's at the beginning of the show. It's pre-recorded. All right, millions of dollars. <laughs> that was disgusting. Wow. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean to take advantage of Darren Young's. Situation. There was, like I'm sure, that's, there was that's a what meeting. access is for. Buy a ticket for access right. through Vince McMahon. Right. Scott and I were talking about this. I think that he he started to talk to someone on the plane. That's why it happened at LAX airport. <laughs> he, like he was talking to a corporate. And he was like, "Hey guys, uh, really like to come out. You know, I think it's time." And they're like, "Uh," and then like Stephanie McMahon and a couple of like advertising people went to the back of the plane and they were like, "Geez, I don't know. How can we capitalize on this?" It's like, well, "What's the t-shirt situation?" Well, it's like I don't know, maybe a shirtless tee, like a sle- a shirtless tee, like a t- like just no t-shirt. We'll just sell it as a Darren Young t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> and that's why they, when he landed, he did it at the airport. That's what it was so strange about it. It was very strange to do that for TMZ at a baggage claim. It's it definitely like I don't. I wonder if we'll ever find out the real story of how this all happened. And we probably won't. Like it definitely seemed like work to me like that this was pre-planned that tmz had, and the friday of had worked Slam. with yeah the friday before SummerSlam. he's and in a you're completely so comfortable to just like oh yeah hey guys and i'm gay i mean it was obviously it was obviously planned that this why would the interviewer even ask him that 
about gay wrestlers and, and that he would come he's up. waiting at baggage claim like is that all you could get with it, Darren Young like, yeah you're not going after anybody else it was it was planned but to what degree he co- they coordinated with WWE and and all of that I'd be interested to know and we may never know we may never we know. may never know <laughs> but it was kind of funny though they didn't like exploit it in any way but it was kind of funny that they like gave him the big win right yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> over celebratory yeah very over celebratory like, how about that darren young huh but I, I always feel like when they do that they're always <laughs> testing the waters they're like how about that darren young huh Good, because he's yeah. going to get how beat down about, next week by the Shield. Yeah. Like, they're always sort of checking in. Like, every time they say something, it's like, this guy's really on the fast track. <laughs> but they clearly were aware of, like, this is the first time this guy's going to be really on TV in a showcase position mm-hmm. since he came out. So, like, we can't have him, like, job to Antonio Cesaro in 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, he's got the big victory. And speaking of big victories, I think probably one of the best matches at SummerSlam uh, Brie Bella brought it home for the Bellas. This I, is, uh, yeah, what happened? Can I say something? This is the honest to God truth. I'm we, excited. We were there for SummerSlam Live, sat and watched the whole thing, right? Right. I got home later that night, and I was like, what do people on the, on the internet think of it? That's uh, how you prompt your computer to start. Yes. That's voice the, that's, to that's, me. Computer, that's what, what do people on the internet think? And blah, it turns blah. out it tells me. And I scroll down through the card, and I'm like, Brie Bella versus Natalia. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, I'm re- having a flashback right now. I remember Brett the Hitman Hart yes. music hit. Yes. And the audience went fucking nuts. Yes. Everybody went fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I remember that happening. Brett Hart's music hit. Natalia came out. And then I just blacked out. Yeah, then we started talking about, like, Bret Hart. Yeah. I had no memory whatsoever of Brie Bella ever being on the show. I can tell you. Who Natalia ma- wrestled or anything. I, I was like, I the, watched this match? I can tell you about the kettle corn you got. <laughs> I can tell you about the nachos, the grande nachos yeah. I had with carne asada. I can tell you about the downtown dog I had that had onions, relish, uh, deli mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup on it. I could not tell you anything about this no, match. I I didn't remember that it happened at all. I did not go to the bathroom. I was the, I was like face. I was in the arena for this man. No, you peed in your cup, in your soda <laughs> and cup. And I made a big deal of it. I was like, Mark, check this out. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Apparently, so also was there was a match. I was aware that I ignored it. <laughs> I, I guess good for you guys. That I didn't even know I ignored it. Yeah, I I knew it was happening. I was shocked of the placement of it because I thought that was going to be between Brock. Uh, and Punk versus Dana Bryan and Cena. It seemed like the mixed tag match and that women's match should have been switched in the yes. order. Yeah. Oh my God, there was a mixed tag match. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah. You clearly fell out of it. I, I literally, I think there was a time where I was just so focused on eating that I wasn't even watching. <laughs> Mark, we I, we talked over the weekend. I wanted you mm. to tell your story about because uh, for oh, Total no. Divas. Oh yeah, the Total Divas story that you that you and your girlfriend. Oh oh oh, that story for the podcast. Oh, not just the, to, uh, not the other Total Divas. Story. Just about how she won't watch it. Yeah yeah, because she, she she it's been you've said before how she you, she watched Tough Enough with you. Yeah, my girlfriend loves all those reality shows, Real Housewives and. I can't think of another one right now, but Dance Mobs, but like Jersey Shore. She, she, a little bit Jersey Shore, yeah. Okay. But she watches, you know, she just loves all that stuff, DVRs it all, watches it all every night, and um, tweets about it. And like, it's like really into this stuff. So I was, when Tough Enough came on, the most recent one with it, where Austin was the host, I was like, let's watch this. I thought it might be a chance 
for us to like watch something together that's kind of in both of our worlds, right? right. Like wrestling and and she liked it. She got really into it. She liked it a lot and um, still like <laughs> it's kind of funny, but like still to this day is like, what happened to that guy? Like the Andy d- Levine. Yeah, because the show worked for didn't her. He win, like, didn't he win American Idol? <laughs> <laughs> he won wrestling's American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. But like the he's show- the voice of America's wrestling. Idol. <laughs> mm. It was, it was kind of interesting in that sense because she's like a not a wrestling fan, but watched tough enough and was sold on it and was mm-hmm. sold on like, hey, this guy's the next going to be the next star. Right. He's won the WWE contract. She was really confused at the end of Tough Enough. Remember when Vince McMahon punched Andy in the yes. Tough Enough finale? And he got a stunner, right? Live on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can't I think he got a stunner. But Vince McMahon like shoot punched him in the fucking face on live TV when he won. Right. And knocked him down. And she was like, "Why would they do that to him?" Which is like completely logical in the real world. Right. Like you're trying to build there's, this. There's the storyline sort of like justify it. It's like, yeah, but they're just trying. It's like, no, he just got hit in the face. His employer <laughs> yeah. just hit him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like didn't make any sense to her. Right. Anyways, I was just a long story. So <laughs> you asked me to tell a short story, which is, uh, so I asked her, so she liked all that and loved Austin. And um, so I was like, oh, this Total Divas thing is coming on. You, I bet you'll like it. And she turned it on for like five minutes and watched it. And I was like, did you watch it? And she was like, yeah. And I go, what did you think? She's like, uh, I shut it off right away because they were, I don't know, there was like wrestling on it. <laughs> so she just saw them wrestling and was done. Was done. So didn't sell her. Yeah, didn't Couldn't sell her. <laughs> she loved Austin, by the way, on the Tough Enough. She was incredible. So, he was better on that than he is on Raw. He was unbelievable on that show. But she was like, she, she doesn't know wrestling at all. So we were watching Tough Enough, and this is, you know, two years ago or whatever. And she was like, this guy should be a huge star. <laughs> this Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, my God, why isn't he like an enormous star, like a household name? He's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm like, he is. He's the biggest wrestling star of all time. You should get her to watch Redneck Island. <laughs> yes, that's what we should do. Redneck Island. Yeah, because yeah. that's his show. He's a, he's the star of it. Yeah. And he's the host. Yes, that's perfect. I've not seen it yet. I submitted for it. Really? Yeah. I, there was a casting call, and I submitted for it. You look like uh, You're not a redneck. Russian mafia I know I'm a city island. Boy. Is I what thought you maybe like. I could be the token city boy. <laughs> you got to shave up and clean up. Well, come on. No, look at you. Look like a burnout Russian mafia hitman. Hey, that's insulting to burned out Russian mafia hitman. I think well, you guys should take a picture of Steve today after we're done recording. I tend to. Put it on the Facebook and say, do a little poll and say yes or no. <laughs> Does Steve redneck look like a, you know? like a redneck or like a Russian mafia hitman? <laughs> well, so what's the hat situation on that? Leave it on. All right. Um, uh, it's time for the plug of the week this week. Uh, we are plugging this week the Sports 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 Podcast. Host Phil Ranta of the Comedy Podcast Network, multi-time guest on the show, producer, and Joel Anderson and Jordan Pomaville. Very funny show. They talk about sports each and every week, but Phil uh, doesn't know a thing about sports. He's a sports outsider. Yeah, so it's very funny. Uh, even if you're not a sports fan like myself, I like professional wrestling. I highly recommend the show. It's also on the Comedy Podcast Network. You can follow them on Facebook.com slash Sports 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 Podcast and Twitter.com slash Sports 3 Podcast. So check those guys out. And it is time for jerk tweets. Each week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. First one here is Pepsi underscore twist one says, who is the bigger poop enthusiast, Chris Sabin or Randy Orton? 
Uh, does Chris Saban have some sort of poop story? He, uh, on on Impact a week or two ago, he said, uh, Bully Ray is so full of crap that it's uh, pouring out of your ears and your eyes and your mouth. But he said it in his slow, <laughs> awkward, Chris Saban-y way. That's very That wasn't like, oh, you burned him good. It's like, okay, wrap it up. Like he was, okay, th- like he was thinking of it while okay. he said, Bully Ray, you're so full of crap. It's spilling out of your ears. Your eyes <laughs> and your mouth. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I still say Orton. I don't think there was a contract in that briefcase on, on Sunday. I think he handed over a, a case full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H immediately threw it in the incinerator. Oh, gross. <laughs> Someone had a sign in the audience uh, opposite the hard cameras on Raw the other night that said Free Sabin, which I feel like I should I know that what that is, but what what does that mean? Like he was. Uh, like been placed under cuffs and then you know like they're holding them down. I don't, I don't get that. I, I didn't maybe get it either. I saw that sign. Saban. Maybe Saban's a great talker and the TNA's just been <laughs> throttling him. More, more uh, pauses. I have think about it more. I've only seen Saban after he got that one win and he was talking and I think Main Event Mafia came out. It was so you right didn't see Hardcore Justice. You don't know what happened. No, I don't know what happened. Oh, buddy. Well, if you're a Saban fan, you're going to be devastated. You are going to be devastated. <laughs> Did he lose G- it? He lost it. <laughs> he lost it. You know who helped? Who? Uh, helped Bully Ray? Who? Tito Ortiz. Oh. He's a Huntington Beach bad boy, that guy. Uh, this is Rampage Jackson coming in for the He tax. got hit with a hammer. Again? Who? Rampage who got hit with a hammer. Oh, man. Is, was Hardcore it's, Justice this is, a tag team? This is Rampage? doing good things for Bell- Bellator, by the way. Yeah. Great things. They know. They're going to sell an MMA fight on this crap. Yeah, their fighter got hit in the head with a hammer. <laughs> Is this later. In a this cage match. This isn't working to a main event between Rampage and Tito Ortiz. Oh, yeah. Yes, it November. is. On Bellator in November. Yeah, pay-per-view. It's Bellator in pay-per-view. California. In a Bellator pay-per-view. For Which real. Are, is Bellator Which still owned by the Russian mob? <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Are they? Oh, I shouldn't put that us. out there. You tell us, pal. It's Chechen. It's Chechen. Uh, <laughs> I am Alex Rude says, you both start your own wrestling companies, and you can each pick any five active wrestlers. Who would you pick? Ooh, no repeats. I think the real... C- I think this is trouble because we have five wrestlers for a wrestling company, so one guy is always off TV each week. Yeah, <laughs> or starting always, a feud. Yeah, he's always started a feud. The one guy is always on promo duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think, guys? What are your picks? I think we we let's go around. We each get one. So I get to play two. You get to play two, Mark. Right, okay. You're here, Mark. You go first. If it was me right now today, I'd say it is you right now today. I'd say CM Punk would be my top draft. Holy pick. shit! All right, you mm-hmm. get CM Punk. Then I'm taking Samoa Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> have you Scott? Can I ask you something? Have you been watching TNA for the last five I years? I, I yes, yes, I have. Okay. That's why I take Just him checking. for my own. <laughs> okay, I take Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. Wow. Oh, okay. Going indie. Yeah, I'm the I've already I'm the ROH choice. of this. Uh... It is a ballsy choice. All right, Mark, you. I mean, like I would pick John Cena. Who? He's uh he's I, been a popular wrestler the last. 10 oh, that guy's hurt. So good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you he's just out. Picking, he's out for four to six months. I would pick, I'm taking the question completely seriously. I would pick John Cena. Yeah, yeah. but he's out for. four I'd to I take six the two months. biggest names. In your the your pay per view is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems ridiculous. <laughs> but I would schedule a pay per view the day after I started We're my promotion. We're skyping live from the hospital. <laughs> Here's John Cena and his football arm. Uh, I would take um. 
Ooh, who do I take next? I take uh, The Undertaker. Mm. Oh, all right. He only wrestles one time a year. Yeah, yeah he's tomorrow, on promo duty. Tomorrow, tomorrow's <laughs> pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, I pick Chris Jericho. Mm, okay. Can we pick guys that other people have picked? No repeats. You know who I that's like? what it said right here in the tweet. No I like repeats. me some um, James Storm. Ooh, that's Ooh. good. I think he's got – I think he still has untapped potential as a star. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Rock. Oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> he can't rub, but he can't wrestle at all. He's on promo duty. Yeah, he's on promo duty. He's I know promo. I've got him for the one pay-per-view match he's going to do is tomorrow. <laughs> Versus, I You're up, Mark. Man. Bobby Roode. Ooh. Do you tell him to grow his hair back? No. I say keep it. Keep <laughs> the look. Keep the short hair look. Santino Morella. <laughs> Good. Yeah, good. I like Need that. a funny guy. Need a funny guy. Do you? I do. Uh, the shield. No. The whole shield. No. What? Come on. Uh, all that wrestlers. seems like you're cheating. All, all right. wrestlers. That's three uh, guys. Uh, Seth Rollins. Try and cheat like that again. You just get Roman Reigns and you deal with it. I could make it work. <laughs> oh. Before the Rock drafts him to your promotion. <laughs> oh, you know who I'd pick? Here's promo duty. This is, this is your last guy. This is your last pick. Paul Heyman. Ooh, all right. I know mean, he's not a wrestler, but I would pick him as a talent. Okay. My last pick. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, for Pro real? Jarrett. Yeah, I'm taking Jeff Jarrett. What? Well, here's my first paper. Do you know match. how much people love exploding guitars? <laughs> they love it. The Rock, when he has to go make a movie, yes. exploding guitar hits him. I don't think that's the true. The Undertaker, when he's got to go be dead again, exploding guitar hits him. Not true. Santino Morello, when he's too funny, exploding guitar hits him. Nope. You try and hit Samoa Joe, the champion, with it, doesn't work. Samoa uh, Joe is your champion? That's right. Unstop- <laughs> well, because he's there all the time. <laughs> My the final draft guy. pick is Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh how do we not say Brock Lesnar? Damn it. Jesus Christ. Although my pay-per-view main event for the first show is Bobby Roode and James Storm, managed by Paul Heyman, against John Cena and CM Punk. I think I'm making some money here, fellas. Yeah. One just, match. Your one-match pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah, I'm making Two and a half money. hour Iron Man I could sell that show tomorrow. <laughs> you could. I could sell it tomorrow. Uh, and then Sam Alba says, which matters more in a wrestling storyline, the logic or the execution? i.e. McMahons and Orton make a phenomenal heel faction, but the McMahons want to ensure the company's future by promoting the guy who wanted to kill the company in 09. To me, I would say it's it's like what Foley talked about, that wrestling is all about forgiveness, that it for it forever hinges upon the idea of forgiveness and that everyone forgives each other because they do the most terrible things to one another. So I'd say it's the execution because they executed it extremely well on Raw with the explanation of and of what they did. I thought they did too because they acknowledged the past. Yeah. If they didn't acknowledge that past, That'd it be... would have been really shitty, bad wrestling storytelling. And that's why it, it hit so much when Stephanie's hugging Orton that it's like it's all fine now. Yes. 
I mean, think of all the things that McMahon has overseen that it's just he makes friends with everybody. Yeah. And him and Austin were allies, for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought they worked hard to make sense of all that. They were like, we did what's best for business. Triple H even said— The one time Triple H's 20-minute promo really came into play yeah. was <laughs> all that justification he had to do. <laughs> did he really do a 20-minute promo? Oh, Jesus, yes. Probably. Yeah. But Triple H even said, I don't like Randy Orton. I like Daniel Bryan more than I like Randy Orton, but this was the best thing to do for business. So yeah. in this particular case, I thought they did a good job having logic and execution. True. They did do a good job. Steve? Uh, I think I would go with uh, execution. Yeah. Because uh, logic, it's guys in their underpants wrestling each other. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's incredibly, incredibly <laughs> true. Um, I have a question for Mark. You're a big Smurfs fan. You saw Smurfs 1 in the theater. That's true. You saw Smurfs 2 in the theater. That's correct. To which you told me you enjoyed. Loved it. I want to know <laughs> about Smurfer Slam. <laughs> Taking some of the big matches in yeah. SummerSlam, but replacing it with Smurfs. Well, yeah. I mean... What would you do? Well, I think your main event has to be Papa Smurf <laughs> returning to the ring after a long absence. Right. Probably to take on Vanity Smurf, who's the most natural heel. Vanity <laughs> Smurf, the, the gorgeous George of the Smurf world. He's the gorgeous, right? He's the is gorgeous. Is Vanity George. Smurf really a Smurf? Yeah, he's he's Snarver. A, yes, he's Snarver. He's Snarver. <laughs> Snarver. <laughs> Snarf. He's, he's a, one of the main uh, Smurfs. Is Smurf and me? He's, he's got one of the main hair. Smurfs. Does he have blonde hair? Yeah, and he's got a mirror. Yeah, and he always, are these in the movies or the cartoon as well? Is he it's in the movies? <laughs> I am disgusted with you right now. Well, hopefully there's it's a major character in the movies. I haven't seen the movies, Mark. You go without me. You gotta have Gargamel. You know, I'm probably wrong. Papa Smurf versus Gargamel seems like the most natural main event. Yeah, so you that's your that's, that's what your, you got. That's your Rock versus Triple H. This, yeah, that's, that's your WWE do. title. Yeah, that's your yeah, that's your Rock Austin. That's yeah. your Hogan under okay. uh, Hogan Warrior. You know, that's your big one. All right, makes Gargamel, sense. Papa Smurf, no magic uh, bard, <laughs> and and no cat at ringside. Uh, no cat. The cat uh, Azrael has to be hung in a in a little cage twenty feet above the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Sadly, though, that cage is the size of the ring because the Smurfs are so tiny. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's, I mean, actually, that's your main event. Okay. Then I'd say probably Vanity Smurf uh, versus Gutsy Smurf. And, uh, you know, Gutsy Smurf is a new invention. He was never a Smurf until the first movie. They just made him up. They, is, Gutsy he's Smurf. Just, is he just the brave Smurf? Is he he's, like Stone Cold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Yeah, he's more like an old school, like, 80s territory tough guy wrestler. More like a Dick Murdoch type. Or oh, something. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so gutsy Smurf versus um, better than calling him Dick Smurf. <laughs> the yeah. Dick Smurf would yeah. be a great, Smurf. which sounds like noun <laughs> and verb. So I think they'd be, and I think Smurfette has to be involved in some way in that match. Oh yeah, okay. Their fight, she's a manages one of them, or they're fighting for her, or now, something like to, that. Uh, just to be clear on this, she yeah. was in fact a butterfly that lost her wings. Correct, Smurfette. Yeah. No, she, no. Gargamel invented. She he created Smurfette. I, She's really? not truly a Smurf. Yeah, I thought she was. He a butterf- made the lady Smurf. Yeah, he but made the lady Smurf wings? to go in and like seduce and trick all the Smurfs. Yeah. This is really fucked up. <laughs> this is really yeah. The fucked one up. lady Smurf. So it was only all men, man Smurfs that existed somehow and kept reproducing in some way. That's correct. And then he put a, he made a woman. He looked at them all and went like, "No, nah, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a girl one." No, yeah. no, no. What did he sound like though, Mark? When he said that, I'm gonna make a girl Smurf. <laughs> 
Oh. Finally, someone allows me to do this in public. My Gargamel impression, I've been working on it at home. For, but yeah. It's a one-man show. No, that's the plot. So it's like there's 99, male, there's 99 male Smurfs. There's no woman Smurf. So he's like, I'm going to make a woman Smurf to go 99 in. 99 Smurfs and the bitch ain't one. And, and, and trick all these Smurfs because they've never seen a woman Smurf before. They'll fall for her and then they'll she'll lead them to my lair and I'll get to finally trap and kill all the Smurfs. Because he, he eat, eat them, them, right? That's his No, he wants thing. to suck away their magic power. Because they're magical. That he wants, sounds right. That's not them. the way he phrases it, right? I want to suck all of their magic well, out. He of says them. he wants to. He says he wants to steal their Smurf essence. Really? Yeah, really. Oh my god, this is <laughs> supremely fucked up. Okay. Now, why do they wear pants and not shirts? It's a good question. I mean, they're men. Why not? And they're in a nice. <laughs> That's where they fit in with wrestling quite well. <laughs> I mean, they're in a nice warm village. I don't think they're she chilly. She wears a shirt, right? Yeah, she wears a dress. It's, oh, okay. uh, it's kind of like it's like a little halter, right? It's like a 1960s sort of miniskirt deal. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's like a little dress. What I like Gargamel their hats, wear? too. He wears, he wears he just, a dress also. He wears a very long dress. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he wears like a long black like cloak or gown of some kind. And he has no wife. No, he has no wife. He has a talking cat. Asriel. The cat talks? Asriel. Yeah, every once in a while. Asriel mostly meows, but every once in a while I'll say a word. I used to think that Gargamel might have also been Dr. Claw in Inspector Gadget when I was a kid. Yeah, that, I could see that. That he just, it was, you know, like he also had a cat and then just sat in a and chair. And he has and an, uh, an Amon Ra mask for, uh, who, who's Amon Ra? That's from Mummies Alive or is that from He-Man? I don't know. Not He-Man. No, because everybody had the last name of Man. Yeah. Skeletor or, Man. Or, or Tor, like it would be like Stinkor. Oh, right? no, Amon Ra was, <laughs> Skeletor. Uh, was Thundercats, right? The mummy. Mumra. Oh, that's Mumra. Mumra. Yeah. No, that's... Who's the guy who takes your heart out in uh, Temple Mola of Ram. Okay. Uh, who am I thinking? Karen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allen. We Cal- do, we oh, do Cal- not Cal- know. Cal- <laughs> uh, so, back to SummerSlam. Uh, I, th- then we had uh, Lesnar. You know, can I, can I pitch a podcast to Phil? They do the Sports, Sports, Sports <laughs> podcast. This Smurf, was so Smurf, much Smurfs? fun. Why can't I do the Smurf, Smurf, Smurf podcast? Do you think you have enough... Uh, to run with? It'll or? be just like what we just did. You okay. guys do it with me, and you just ask me Smurf questions, and I'll answer. <laughs> well, you know, now with two movies, you've also got two entirely different production crews to uh, to interview. That's true. Opposed yes. to all of the original yes. animators yes. who were, yes. you know, died of lead poisoning. <laughs> because of the paints. Right. Right. Uh, SummerSlam, I, uh, for me, this Hanna was Hanna-Barbera, those barbarians. <laughs> Sorry, I'll drop it. Uh, match of the night for me was Punk and Lesnar. Like oh. that was me. I, I was the most riveted during that match. Like that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was so great. Back and forth, just so many stakes and cliffhangers. It was really cool. Crowd was like hot live. I, I haven't watched it back. Like I said on TV, and I, was, I don't know how this read on TV, but it, the crowd was pretty insane live for it and i love the um i didn't like the um the cena brian match a- as much but the c and brian yes. cena brian match was also great yes and the entire finishing sequence from brian going over clean to from that move out of nowhere which it sounded like that was the one thing people got upset about it was like well he hit that move out of nowhere in one that's what got me. That's what was awesome about that it. Was, yeah, yeah he, was, he, he hit that knee. <laughs> he put him away. Like a freight yeah. train. It was so fast. And when it was done, it was done. It was like, what? Yes. And that's what I wanted post-WrestleMania. It's like, stop doing just the, the finisher match, where it's just finisher versus finisher versus finisher versus finisher. Make a new which move. Is Make what? a new threat. But Make something new and... Uh, but um, like most indie wrestling or even what you see on ROH, it's they win on a move. 
Yeah. It's not always the finisher. They right. just happen to get him with something that makes sense with the course of the match. Like he's been doing damage to the head, did a move to the head. Knocked it out. legitimizes yeah. things. I feel like when you when you finish a move with something that's not the finisher, you've suddenly made it like, oh, you, this you can happen. At, expectations. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones is the best example. If you kill off characters that are main characters, suddenly when there's a dangerous situation, any you're like anyone's at risk. Walking Dead too. Yeah, they can kill anybody. And right. if you if you win and with a Smurfs, move that's not a right, pin, don't they kill? They kill. Not them. yet. Oh, okay. Smurf burgers. <laughs> Smurgers. But yeah, if you, if you thought like, I think that'd be a great thing for wrestling to have in general of like, hey, you never really know for sure. We, we're we willing to fi- to end a match on any move, even if it's not the guy's finishers. Right. And right. then, yeah, and then you've established that move as being dangerous. It's like, it's it, it's better than having six guys get uh, tap out to some weird submission yeah. move. And it's better variety for the show. Like we saw Lesnar beat Punk with an F5 on a chair. But then Brian's getting Cena clean in the face with a knee to the head. Yeah. But that whole sequence from the finish of that match to Brian's celebration to Triple H pedigree to Orton cash in and win. I know a lot of people on the internet are like pissed about it, but I thought it was phenomenal. It was perfectly executed. Yes. Catapulted them into a great storyline for they'll take them through the rest of the year. It was, it was great. They got I loved me it. Legit pissed at the show in, in the, in the sense of like, you know, Fuck! Like he won. I got sucked in and was yeah. mad. Yeah, like they made me go home angry. Yeah, Which, and then you have to watch Raw. Yeah, and then I also I, mean, I works, was, ex- but, I was you know I'm like fucking. You did this with Del Rio two years ago. Like cut it out. Stop when I show up. Have the guy with the money in the bank case win and take it all away. Yeah, have put uh, that guy in a cage somewhere so he can't always ruin yeah. the main event. I think what was really exciting to me is now. I would be willing to watch Triple H and Daniel Bryan, like on the way to Orton. Like, I think all of that's there. I think, yeah. Like, I would be like, ordinarily, you're like, oh man, Triple H is reserved for whoever's coming in. It's like The Undertaker or Brock Lesnar. It's like, no, have him work with somebody who's working day to day. That's exciting to me. Yeah. Although, I bet Triple H is the end of the storyline. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's such a shame. I bet he is. The man I bet, I bet Triple H is the WrestleMania match. No, nah, I bet you Triple H takes the title away from Daniel Bryan for himself. Yeah, yeah, maybe. At WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Before that. But the show was great. Out of all this. Don't take it away before. They've done five Rumble. SummerSlams here in a row now, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. I thought this was definitely the strongest yes. show. It was the hottest crowd. Um, oh, yeah, some good fucking looking people there. <laughs> hey, it's Hollywood, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. Great live show. Yeah, that was a, that was a, it was a really, really fun show. A real blast. Um, I don't know how they're going to top it next year. There's rumor of it's not going to be. Yeah, I know. That's what but they said that they'd said that about this year. I thought they had said that about this year. Yeah, they I were think, like, we're not going to come back. And then they did. I think that uh, there's something about SummerSlam. I'd commented to Mark while we were watching it is so much of the show actually feels like they're trying to show L.A. Like, hey, uh, we can do this, too. Uh, we're making entertainment. And then I always imagine they go and do meetings and they're like, so what do you want to do? It's like, uh, well, we do wrestling. And, like, it's always sort of like, well, we can do movies. And it's like, oh, yeah, movies. It's always – they never seem to know what they want, but they're always like, spectacle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to kind of get off on being here all week, and they're doing events in town all week. A yeah. lot of them don't – I don't see them online or anything, but 
you know, you kind of hear about them living here in town. Like there's this thing at this Beverly Hills hotel the other night. And yeah. They're yeah. doing like stuff in town and they, they clearly seem to kind of get off on like, we're Hollywood for the week. We yeah. come in and rub elbows with the business. Yeah. You they know? really like So I, I doubt they'd want to lose that entirely. Yeah. I think there's like <laughs> that first one, WrestleMania goes Hollywood was sort of, I felt like the first step in that direction where they were sort of had everybody yes. doing the quotes and shooting those scenes for movies. Right. I feel like that was sort of them like, yeah, let's do it, guys. But all that being said, it is definitely not Vince McMahon's style to run an event in the same city year after year like this. He's never done it with anything any other time. Yeah. Yeah, except for when he was just based out of New York doing stuff there, but that was their home base. Yeah. Like where they could always set up. Right, right. Not, not like this. No. Um, well, speaking of, to wrap up the show, someone who's not coming back. We the news broke today. It's nowhere near as big as SummerSlam, but it should be. Brooke Hogan is gone <laughs> from TNA. Why are you laughing, Mark? Brooke Hogan is out of a job. <laughs> I think she'll be okay. Yeah, maybe she's saved. I feel bad for oh, Bully you mean Ray. Like she's a Christian. Yeah, no, maybe she's saved. <laughs> oh, like she's, she's having sex on a pew somewhere? No, she's saved, not she's saved. Oh, I she's see. She's saved, not she's saved. She's saving she's herself saved. for marriage. Yeah. Well, she's married. She's double married. Right or no? She's married. married. No, she's engaged. She, she, she didn't get married, did she? She got no engaged. She's married Ray to Bully Ray. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Ray's a heel. <laughs> Mark, you laugh at everything going on with Brooke. Well, I just I feel bad for Bully Ray. I think he was going to try to work this out with her, and now she's gone. There He's was... got to settle for Brooke Tessmacher. I mean, that's <laughs> is that sad. what's going to happen? Yeah. You think? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Someone uh, way hotter. Are they just going to put a wig on Tessmacher? It's Hogan. Say it's Brooke. Yeah, it's Brooke. Well, the we had some requests. <laughs> Brooke, sideways glance. That, uh, some of our listeners wanted to hear uh, Iron Sheik's thoughts on this. Oh yeah, we should ask him. Uh, I don't see why. I mean, I get well. I guess you don't see why. I mean, he's very he's a big fan of TNA, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he loves Hogan's involvement. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if he. Does oh like shit, it. Scott! Here he comes. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What? 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 Uh, Iron Sheik, thank you for joining mm-hmm. us today on Curtain Jerks. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We talk about. Yeah, uh, so, well, just a couple of questions. The first one we wanted to start off with. Number one. Number one. Uh, how do you feel about Brooke Hogan being released from TNA? Brooke Hogan, she gone. She's not there no more. She's now my sex slave. What? She's what? a sex slave. No. I make her my wife. I, I, wife I, number 19. Sheik. Where do you live? What do you, what, what? Uh, where the fuck you live, huh? I, I, I come to your house to crush a dick. Well, you're, you're very close. Where do you live? But stop give hovering a, your hand in front a, of my dick. Give me address. No, give me you, numbers. You keep number, hovering number, your number, hand number, number. No, no, no. Give I'm, me one number. I'm going to put uh, this. Four. What? Four. Five. Uh, you, six. Crush dick. Yeah. <laughs> Got my bottle. <laughs> uh, uh, very crafty. Yeah. I see my sex slave wife. Oh, uh, does she sing? Well, she sing uh, when I want to go to sleep and make my dick soft. My dick always hard. Whenever I want to go to sleep or uh, watch TV show, I have Brooke sing to my dick. Ah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it make my dick soft. You want Brooke really... to make your dick soft? She sing to you. That sounds really terrible. I, you know what? I'm not a fan of Brooke Hogan, but I would say I don't think anybody... That's my wife you're speaking of. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Back I... off. You said sex slave. You didn't yes, say... wife number 19 is sex slave. Oh, right, right, right. I would just, I would never wish that on anyone, Mr. Sheik. Sheik, I've always found Brooke to be a little, uh, well, please don't take this the wrong way, but a little manly. Yeah, she like a Hogan. 
Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like a big Hogan. That's how I get back at him. Take my title, I take his daughter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's kind of old world of you. It's sort of like, a, it feels like a, like a fairy tale or an Arabian night. Or a... I sabotage the sun car when he drive. Oh. What? Oh, no. Sheik. <laughs> what? Sheik, no. He took my title. You are a heel. You are a heel. I make a Linda Hogan wife number 16. Oh, really? Yeah, I take everything Man, Sheik, wow. you are on a tear today. I forgot to put bullets in his gun for when he tried to kill himself. You are fucking loaded right now, I'll tell you that. I'm a bad guy. You are a bad guy. What do you expect from a Sheik? I don't know. I don't know. She, you know what you could do is dress Brooke up in a Hulkamania outfit uh, before you make love to her. Oh, and then tear the ass out. Mm-hmm. Tear the ass, yeah. uh, the shorts out, and yeah. then she hook up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then make, make, make her humble. <laughs> yeah, you might enjoy that. So good. Yes, good. She lose a job now. She work full time for me. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. What did she really do at TNA? Well, she just was in charge of the women's division. That's what she. That's re- what she do for me too. She oh, wow. in charge of all all the wives. Yeah, but uh-huh. was she qualified to run the women's? No, division? <laughs> <laughs> no. She's terrible at it. We get wife number twenty to supervise her. Well, she aside from uh, from the weird uh, poly, poly, polyamorous polyamorous. Sure. Yeah, sure. What? <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> uh, who would have been the better pick for a TNA women's division head? Uh, who better pick? Yeah. Linda Hogan. That's that's worse. No, she's way better. That's no. worse than Oh, very better. At why? Least, uh, why, Sheik? Why? Because she no takes shit from Hogan. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. She crack a whip. Yeah, she divorced. She divorced. She divorced him, right? Yeah, that's right. She divorced. She married me. Yeah. She gets back tr- at Hogan. Sheik, is it true that wife number eight is Nikolai Volkov? That is true. <laughs> number eight, Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. Number eighteen, Chris Sabin. Chris Saban. Yes. Chris That's Saban. why it says free Saban. Free Saban. No posts. way. He's oh. mine. Free him from the Iron Free him sheet. from Never. the Iron He's sheet. mine forever. Oh, man. Uh, Saban, we're sorry, buddy. Uh, no. He's my wife. Uh, all right, well, Give me her dick. Oh, God. Whoa. Ah. Oh. I just have to put my water bottle in front of my crotch each time. Uh, arthritis. Get to me. Yeah. Okay. Hey, how's your baby? Oh, my baby. I don't know. <laughs> I give it to Brooke. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't, I don't. I'm a bad daddy. You are, Sheik. I'm a bad daddy. You're a heel dad? Yes! <laughs> I tried to give uh, my son to Hulk Hogan. Uh, that's a bad deal. That's, that's a bad deal. That's yeah. a bad I try, well, I tried to kill his son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sheik. What? I'm a bad guy! Sheik, is there any chance you're going to make a return to the ring anytime yes, soon? Yes, I'm going to be champion soon. Yeah, to TNA maybe? Yeah, I'm going to fight Randy Orton. Oh, oh Randy Orton? Randy Orton. Yeah, so yeah. WWE. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you no. think I'm a stupid fuck? No, I don't I'm think I'm not a stupid fuck. I was just look at you. You look like a Russian. You look like a Nikolai Volkov. I, do I look like your wife? Yes, you look like a wife number eight. Nikolai Volkov. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, t- I fight Randy Orton for a championship. Oh, wow. So you've been keeping up on WWE. That He just won the title the other day. Yeah, well, people fill me in. My oh. wives tell me what's going on. Uh. Chris Sabin, he tell me because he, he wants to know and go and be champion over there. I said, no, you can't talk. Look with with Brooke. Aren't you worried that Bully Ray or or Brooke's fiance, the the football player, are, are going to come after you, Sheik? Football? No, no. Football for gay. For gays? Football for gay. This, football. It seems to be very popular. Well, he in the can't United do States. anything. What? He's Darren Young, right? He can't do. He can't touch me. What? Darren Young? Yeah, he's openly gay. Darren Young is a Brooke Hogan, uh, so-called. Uh, well, you tweeted something about uh, Darren Young, didn't you? Say that he was I very... tweet all the time. Yeah, yeah but you said he was specific. very brave, right? You were in support of Darren Young. <laughs> yeah, good for him. For be, you know, that take a man to take a dick. Yeah, I guess it does take a take, man. Take a strong man. Give me your dick. Nope. <laughs> 
God. I'm a man. Yes. I take your dick with me. Make it my wife. Strong. You're very strong. Give me your dick. I make it my wife. Uh, wife 21. Only if you dress it up. Okay. I look good now. Dress up your dick. <laughs> Sheik, are you jealous at all that Darren Young uh, uh, became the first openly gay uh WWE superstar. No, that I, could have, you could have done that. I could have done that, yeah. but no, I'm not. No, I'm not uh, upset about it. No, it's it's fine. If he wants to be a gay wrestler, he'd be gay. But the Hulk Hogan, first gay wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at me. I ripped my shirt in half. That's gay. Yeah. Okay. That is a gay. I put him in the camel clutch. That's how gay he is. What about when you used to juggle those like um, wooden spoons or whatever? Oh, juggle the wooden spoon. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little gay. Uh, a little gay, but so suggestive. I, yeah, I I'd hint at the gay because yeah. if anybody called me gay, I put them in the camel clutch to show how gay they are, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a bronzel. Oh, the br- oh, no, wait, what was that? The the bronzel. Yeah, jump a gym bronzel. Yes, oh, gay faggot. I put him in the camel clutch because he dressed like his friend. Mm-hmm. Killer bees. Oh yeah, yeah, they match it. <laughs> oh, let's they dress alike. Oh, they're so gay. <laughs> they're tag teams. Uh, yeah. Oh, they sting the people same, with their little no, buzzers. They're super gay. Don't like it. I leave now. Oh, that's it, Cheek? Why, what else you want from me? I'm know, a bad guy. Okay. You get all upset when I talk about trying to kill Nick Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, pizza yeah, bagel? it was offensive, Cheek. Uh, how am I going to kill Nick Hogan with a pizza bagel? <laughs> I, I just was offering you a pizza bagel. I'm going back to a bummer bang. It's <laughs> <laughs> a apartment bang? Yeah. Bye, Cheek. Uh, guys, that wraps up the show. All right. Mark, in closing... I'm Mark Warzeka. What, <laughs> what do you got coming up? What are, what's some big, big plug? At Mark Warzeka on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I've been recently reactive on Twitter. And yes. on Twitter. I call it Twitter. And I'm um, <laughs> directing this new kind of wrestling, this wrestling web series. Right. You can find the trailer for it right now on YouTube. It's... Um, on your mark show or on your mark wrestling, you can um, you can search on YouTube and uh, you'll see the trailer. It's a two minute trailer for a new wrestling series. Uh, got to meet a lot of great wrestlers: Joey Ryan's on it, John Morrison, uh, Sim Bodie, um, uh, um, Katie Burchill, who yeah. you know, Katrina Waters, and Brian uh, Kendrick, Brian Kendrick, um, just uh, Nigel McGuinness. Uh, great people on it. It's been a little tough. Um, well, people will understand when they see it. It's been a little tough working with the. Uh, yeah, the host. you got to see this trailer. You got to ho- subscribe to the channel. Yeah, right? working with the host of the show has been a little difficult. But Marky um, Extreme, Marky Extreme, but uh, had a lot of fun meeting some of the cool wrestlers. So yeah, and we, you we're, were trying to make show, the best we can out of it. You were at a show this past weekend, and there were three more interviews. I know. Yeah. Can we get a reveal of one of these? One of these. Uh, interviews i'll give this hint okay I one of ooh, ooh. one of the wrestlers that we um that we interviewed this past weekend yes was mentioned as one of our top five draft picks That's, the rock <laughs> <laughs> maybe another one but i hope people will check out the trailer and hope they like it uh, yeah youtube.com slash on your mark show there it is yeah you got to subscribe to that channel and you will be up to date on what's going on mm-hmm. and there will be more footage released soon I think. Mm-hmm. yes there will be okay well so wraps up another Curd Your Show Mark thank you for coming back I'm Mark where's that come and I'm Scott Narver and I'm Steve Sears enjoy your wrestling kids Scott what a great show today one of the best, always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with us. I look stupid. Hey, 
you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, it makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.